Danny, did you hear that whistle? Sure did, Amos. That whistle means Rinso White, Rinso Bright, Rinso New. That's right. That means that this is Sunday was on the air for Rinso with sodium. Andy Show, Lou Lubin, Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Laura Bowman, Sarah Burner, Jeff Alexander and his orchestra, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. <laughs> yes, sir, the Amos and Andy Show, brought to you by Lever Brothers Company, makers of new Rinso, the only soap that contains sodium. That's why Rinso gets your clothes whiter and brighter than new. Rinso first, Rinso first, Rinso new. Have a little more Well, this week, the kingfish had a little unexpected good fortune. An annuity policy that he took out years ago has finally come due. The kingfish decided to take the proceeds in a lump sum, and right now he's boasting to Andy about his good luck. Yes, Andy, my policy's done immature, sir. Yeah, looks like 250 smackers. Yeah, boy, it's so piled up there nice, don't it? I see you don't have to change into single. Yeah, just been sitting here kind of rustling the bills in my ear, listening to the music, you know. Yeah, Beethoven never written nothing as sweet as that. No. Yeah, they say that money is the root of all evil, but it certainly grows into a nice-looking shrubbery, don't it, son? Tell me this, uh, what you figuring on doing with this money, King? Well, I got angled, Andy. I want to make a profit on it, uh, you know, invest it in some ludicrous business, you know. Well, you better be careful. Don't forget that California oil well you put some money into once. Yeah, it was a good thing, Andy. Except the man drilled it too close to the ocean. <laughs> all I, well, I got out of the thing was 4,000 gallons of seawater and a dead halibut, that's all. <laughs> I remember that. I remember you finally split the proceeds 50-50. Mm-hmm. The other fella got the halibut, and you ended up with the hole. <laughs> well, I don't think I can go wrong this time, man. I'll tell you what it is. I see the ad in the newspaper about reversing in a partnership in a flower shop. So I done sent my lawyer Calhoun over to investigate the thing. Flower shop? What you going in anything like that for? You don't know a high biscuit from a strap dragon. <laughs> well, I can learn, ain't it? And besides, it ain't a bad deal... Uh, the deal that Calhoun made for me is that I put up my automobile uh, to use that for delivery of the flowers, you see. Plus my $250 in cash, and I go in an equal partnership in the thing. Tell me this, has you done met your partner yet? No, Calhoun made an appointment uh, for the owner to come over here and request the thing. Uh, his name is H.R. Wilson. Uh, matter of fact, he ought to have been over here 15 minutes ago. Yeah, well, Kingfish, I hope that... Uh... Oh, Anna, tell my see Mr. Wilson at the door. Yeah, well, I'll get on out the back door, Kingfish. I guess you want to go over this deal alone. Yeah, shoot out the back way and... Uh, uh, well, I'll see you later, Andy. So long. So long, so long. Well, I'll let Mr. Wilson in this other door, yeah? Uh, excuse me, I'm looking for... Why, George Steele! Well, if it ain't my old girlfriend, Helen Wilson. How are you, egghead? <laughs> Wait a minute, uh, Helen, you ain't the H.R. Wilson with the flower shop, is you? Holy smoke. When your lawyer said Mr. Stevens, I never thought it was you. You and me in business together. Yeah, that's right. Well, how do you like that? This show is a coincidence after all these years. Yeah, well, I must say, Helen, that you look just as wonderful as you did back in home in Georgia. Oh, John, you are such a flatter. Yeah, you was the same dainty feminine creature you was years ago when we used to clean out the hog pens together. <laughs> well, thank you, George. Egghead, 
stand back there and let me get a good look at my old boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> How'd I look to you after all these years? Honey, you look like you was ready for the glue factory. <laughs> well, uh, tell you the truth now, Helen, uh, I've had prunes for breakfast with smoother faces than you got, too. <laughs> well, let's drop the dice at this chair and uh, get on with the business, huh? I understand you're looking for a partner in your flower shop. That's right. It'll be a good deal for you, George. I'm cleaning a hundred bucks a week. Mm-hmm. If you got the cash and the car, that's all you need. But you gotta act fast. Yeah, well, like my lawyer told you, I was interested in the thing, and it might be nice being in business with an old friend, you know. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, George. Why don't you and that lawyer of yours come over to the shop after the place is closed and look it over? Then if everything is okay, we can close the deal. How about it, huh? Yeah, Helen, I'll do that. I'll tell you what, me and my lawyer will be at your place tonight at 9 o'clock. Yes, yeah, then uh, I went over to Helen Wilson's flower shop around 9 o'clock uh, tonight. I checked over the, the situation there and I done closed the deal. Even signed the contract. Helen Wilson. Uh, you know that name is familiar. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Henry. Uh, this was really a coincidence. That Helen Wilson is the same Helen Wilson that I used to go with back in Marietta, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Wasn't she the one that wore the hip boots to the senior prom? <laughs> now, that was another one. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Helen Wilson was the gal who worked in the big factory just outside of town. You know, they used to call her the Clara Bow of the turpentine plant. You remember that? Oh, sure, yeah. Worked in that turpentine plant. Yeah, I remember her now. Yeah, I remember when you picked her up after work. You didn't dare light no cigar near her for at least two hours. Yeah, she was pretty inflammable in them days, all right. Talking about being inflammable, you was pretty sweet on her, wasn't you? Well, it was just a case of puppy love, but uh, we done a little growling now and then. Oh. Wait a minute, Kingfish. You know, I was just thinking here... You know, you going in business with Helen Wilson. Uh, what do you mean, Anna? Well, when she was in town about six years ago, didn't you invite her up to supper? And didn't you and Sapphire have a fight about her? Yeah, come to think of it, we did exchange a few bruises over that girl. And... <laughs> yeah, but Anna, that was a long time ago. Well, Sapphire done changed a lot since then. That jealousy is water over the dam. Yeah, but you know women, Kingfish. When it comes to jealousy, they gels up awful easy. Don't be silly, Anna. Say, it's almost 11 o'clock. I guess I better be getting on home. You know, Sapphire's mama's staying with us now, and I don't want to keep them up too late. Boy, will they be happy when I tell them the good news I got to tell them. Well, Mama, it's 11 o'clock. I don't think I'll wait up no longer for George. I'm going to bed. Well, I sure hope you'll be able to sleep, Sapphire. What you mean, Mama? Well, I couldn't if it was my husband. The only thing open at this hour of the night is dance halls and nightclubs. Mama, I told you George called and said he was out on business. And I can trust him. Listen, Sapphire. The only thing you can trust that wears pants is a lamb chop. (laughs) Mother, don't be ridiculous. George wouldn't start chasing women at his age. Age ain't got nothing to do with it. Look at the way your father acted about women. The only way I could slow him down was to take the tires off his wheelchair. (laughs) But Mama George ain't never done nothing like that. Yes. 
Why would he be out till 11 o'clock? I tell you that weasel is up to no good. Uh, wait a minute. He's putting the key in the door now. Well, glad to find my charming little family up. I got some great news for you. All right, you're no good, Bum. What's the hubby's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you been at this hour, you loafer? All right, Mama. You look at his collar for lipstick, and I'll sniff him for perfume. <laughs> what you all circling me about here? What I done done here? Wait a minute. I got some big news for you. Never mind that. Why would you act at 11 o'clock tonight? Well, I was down at... I the... don't believe a word of it. That's right, Sapphire. He's lying. Listen, Sapphire, if you'll put a muzzle on your mama, then I'll explain where I've been. <laughs> now, get the old walrus to shut up, will you? <laughs> i got some wonderful things to tell you here that's going to make you very happy what I'm going to tell you. You see, I... Never mind that. Where you been till this hour of the night? Well, Sapphire, I just want to tell you that Shut I... up! But, Sapphire, I got some news. You Don't see... think that you're pulling the wool over my eyes. But, Sapphire, I only want to tell you... And that... another thing. I just heard that your old gal friend, Helen Wilson, is in town. And if I ever catch you even speaking to her, I'll break every bone in your body. Now, what was it you wanted to tell me, George? <laughs> well, you see, uh, the thing is, uh, I wanted to... That, uh, I mean, uh... <laughs> Happy little wash day song For a wash that's whiter and brighter than new Rinse washes, rinse new Rinse over Whiter than new Rinse over Brighter than new Rinse over Rinso new. Rinso new. It's true. Rinso, the only soap that contains solium, gets white clothes whiter and washable colors brighter than new. Yes, Rinso gets clothes Rinso new because Rinso puts sunshine in your wash, even if you dry it indoors. It's a fact that no other soap can make your wash so white or so bright because no other soap contains the scientific sunlight ingredient solium. Use Rinso for your heaviest wash. And you'll see for yourself that Rinso gets out more dirt than any other type of wash day product. And yet Rinso is so safe for your clothes and so kind to your hands. On wash day, use Rinso and see your wash become whiter, brighter than new. Rinso, Rinso, Rinso new. Sapphire ever finds out eyes and partners in the flower shop with that old gal of mine, Helen Wilson. She gonna kill me. If I could just... Well, I'll be doggone if they... I imagine she... I'll hide Oh, listen, shorty. I ain't never felt worse in my life. By mistake, I got in partnerships with an old gal of mine, shorty. Mm. And if Sapphire ever find out, why, she gonna leave me. Life won't be worth living no more. What in the world can I do, Shorty? Well, I was just... Uh, <laughs> this is the only thing you can do to keep your fa- family together. Well, I was just... Uh, you can uh, keep, keep your chin up. Uh, look for the silver line. Uh, keep smiling. Think of it, that's the funniest thing I ever heard. <laughs> I gotta get out of this mess with this flower shop. 
Yeah, well, that, 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 that's one big advantage of being in the flower shop. Yeah, what's that? Well, if that fire ever catches you, you can get Lily's wholesale. Lily, <laughs> <laughs> Shorty, uh... You ain't no help to me here now. Now, wait a minute, Kevin. Look, look I, 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 I think I got it. You think you got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you could get someone else to buy your hair from the flower shop, uh, uh, someone like uh, Andy. Mm, yeah, of course. Andy wants the business to show a big profit. Uh, he ain't doing too well in the flower shop, but I could stretch a point. You know, sort of rubberize the books there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I do, Shorty. Yeah. Oh, why did that old gal of mine, Helen Wilson, ever come back to town in the first place? You know something, Kingsley? Not long ago, I was engaged to a beautiful girl, and she was very jealous of me. Jonah? Yeah, and one day, one day, one day I heard that, that, that an old girlfriend of mine was back in town. Oh, and you was afraid that she would create a romance with this new girl. Right. So I went over to the apartment where, where this old girlfriend was staying, rang the doorbell, shook my finger in her face, and told her to get out of this town right away. I told her that this city wasn't big enough for both of us. I told her that if she didn't leave, I would make plenty of trouble for her. Uh, well, what happened? Well, she started to tremble. She got so scared that uh, she was really petrified. Her husband punched me in the nose. <laughs> I called up Ann and told him to come over here to the large hall. I was all set to unload my share of the flower business on him. Uh-oh, I hear the boy coming now. Uh, come in, Brother Ann, come in. Oh, hi there, Kingfish. Uh, what do you want to see me about? Well, I was just going over the books for the week's profit in the flower shop here. Is you good on big figures, Andy? Well, you mean you done made a lot of money in the flower shop? Well, Andy, the books show that not only is my annual higher than my physical, <laughs> but my inventory is bigger than my inventory there. <laughs> Well, sounds like you is netting more than you is grossing. <laughs> it's tremendous, Anna, tremendous. Uh, you know, my take-home pay is getting so big that I'm going to have to move closer to the shop so I won't strain myself carrying the stuff. Well, if you got to strain yourself, that's a nice way to do it, all right. Well, this flower shop is a chance that only comes to a man once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah making a fortune for me. Money rolling in, but just that one little flaw in the whole thing. What's that? Allergic to flowers. You mean you got hay fever, Kingfish? Yeah, then I got hay fever, rose fever, petunia fever, and every other kind of thing like that. I never know about this before. When did you discover, Kingfish? Well, on the first day I went to work, and I noticed that I started sneezing a little. Mm. I didn't think much of it till I went into the big glass refrigerator yesterday to get some roses. Oh, yeah, I see that thing. Yeah, well, I got the roses, and then I put them up to my nose to smell them. Yeah. And then it happened. What? I blew the door right off the refrigerator. <laughs> That's something, all right. You know, I had an Essex that used to backfire like that. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing I always sunk kingfish is that if you was allergic to flowers, your eyes started watering like you was crying. Well, that happens too, Andy. I had to deliver some flowers to a funeral. I got there just as the services was over, and I was crying so much that the undertaker took one look at me and put me in the first carriage. <laughs> yeah, finally ended up 40 miles outside of New York crying over a grave as nobody I'd never seen before my life. That's a mess, all right. Yeah, well, it's terrible, Andy. Yeah, when you keep crying and sneezing at the same time, no matter where you go, it's always foggy. <laughs> Tell me this, has you been to see a doctor yet? Yeah, went to the leading allergist specialist in town here. Yeah, he had to strap a fog light on his head before he could look down my throat. Well, what did he discover, Kingfish? Well, he said the root of the whole thing is my sinuses was jammed up. It was, huh? 
Yeah, the doctor said it looked like the Holland Tunnel on Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Ain't there nothing the doctor can do for you, Kingfish? Well, he's that only thing I can do is to get away from what's causing trouble. I even got to take the flowered wallpaper out of my living room, you see. <laughs> you know, Kingfish, I was just thinking here. I know it's silly and all that, but uh, I kind of got the idea of you trying to sell me your half interest in that flower shop. Mm, you know something, man? You done took the wind out of my sails before I got the boat in the water here. <laughs> I might as well tell you right now that I ain't interested. Uh, uh, just a minute, Anna. Oh, hello, George Kingfish Stevens speaking. Uh, say, George, this is Helen. If you still want to get out of that partnership, I found somebody who'll buy your half of it. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. If you'll pick me up in your car, we can drive over to the lawyer's office and sign the papers. Okay, Helen. I'll be over in my car, pick you up, and drive you over to your lawyer's office. And then I'll bring you back to your shop. That's fine. Okay, goodbye. And uh, I just got some wonderful break here. I was going to get out of the flower business with my money, and Sapphire will never know about the thing at all. Yeah, well, if that's what's been troubling you, you got a break, all right. Oh, yeah, Andy. This is just like having the power company go out on strike just as you're sitting down in the electric chair. Uh, thanks for driving me over to close the deal, Joe. Oh, that's all right, Helen. I'll drop you back now at the flower shop. Show was a happy moment for me when I signed them papers. I hope you and your new partner are going to be happy. Well, too bad it didn't work out for us, George, but I guess it's all for the best. Oh, yeah, I sure is a happy man. Let me step on it here. do 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 Say, look, take it easy, will you, George? You're driving too fast. Yeah, don't worry about my driving. I tell you, if they ever give a award for safe driving, I would be the one that'd get it. I keep my eyes open for every little thing that might come. Holy Moses. Helen... Helen, is you hurt? Oh, what happened? The automobile skidded and I done run into a streetcar. <laughs> I smashed my whole radiator in here. Is you hurt, Helen? No, I ain't hurt, but why don't you watch where you're going? Oh, me, let's get out of here. Oh, I can't get out of this side. The door's sprung. I can't get it open. Yeah, well, come on. Get out of this side, Helen. My, my nervous race. Now, wait a minute. Stop shaking, Helen. Take it easy. I'll help you here. Let me get my arm around you. Step down there now. Hey, folks, will you look over this way a minute? Yeah, what's the matter, mister? Ah, thanks for the picture. What's your name? Uh, George Stephen Helen Wilson. Uh, but what are you taking that picture from us? I'm a cameraman for a New York paper. I've been trying to get a spot news photograph for years, and I just happen to be on that streetcar. This is my lucky day. Hey, wait a minute. Don't put that in the paper, mister. Come back. Oh, me. Oh, George, calm down. What's the trouble What's now? the trouble? I can't let them print that picture. When my wife see a picture of me with my arm around you, I'll be a double feature in tomorrow's paper. Once on the front page and once in the obituary. <laughs> I... <laughs> Carpenter. Friends, here's an amazing fact that is scientifically proven to be true. Today's Rinso with marvelous solium gets clothes whiter and brighter than when they were new. Yes, Rinso makes them Rinso new. That's because Rinso, and only Rinso, contains the scientific sunlight ingredient solium. So even when the weather is wet or freezing, even if you must dry your wash indoors, Rinso with solium puts sunshine in your wash. Use Rinso for your heaviest wash. And you'll see for yourself, today's Rinso gets out more dirt than any other type of wash day product. You'll see your white clothes come whiter than new, and washable colors brighter than new. Yes, Rinso new. And you know Rinso is so safe for your clothes, and so kind to your hands. Better find out for yourself what a really beautiful wash Rinso gives you. 
Get the economical giant size Rinso, the only soap that contains solium. Hey, what are we going in here to Calhoun's office for, King? Well, then I got to find some way to keep that picture out of the newspaper. I can't let Sapphire see a picture of me with my arm around Helen Wilson. Yeah, well, Calhoun's a smart fellow. Maybe he'll figure out something. Yeah, well, let's go in here to see him. Oh, hello there, Calhoun. Oh, pardon me. I didn't know you was on the phone there. Go ahead. Yeah, I just talked to my brother here. I'll be through in a second. Go ahead. Yeah, hello, brother. Tell me more about your accident. Uh-huh. Laceration, head injuries, and a fractured arm. And you say you think you can get at least $5,000 in damages from the bus company? Uh-huh. I see. Well, so long. Hey, Calhoun, that's quite an accident your brother had there. Uh, when did it happen? Tomorrow morning if it don't rain. <laughs> Tomorrow morning? Yeah, but you can't get no lawyer to handle nothing like that. I wouldn't touch that thing with an 11-foot pole. <laughs> well, the problem that I got is something that already done happened. Yeah, tell him about it, Kingfish. Yeah, well, there's uh, been a picture took a bee with my arm around another gal, and if the newspaper prints it, my wife is going to leave me. I see. And you want me to try and get him to print it? Uh, no. No, no. <laughs> no, Calhoun. The Kingfish want to know how to keep the picture out of the paper. Oh, well, the only way you can do that is if you can prove to him that that's a picture in the paper would be against the public interest. Public interest? Yeah, if it would be harmful to the government or something like that. Yeah, well, that's a sort that, hey, uh, let me see, harmful, uh, hum- hey, listen, if I was to tell them that I was a government spy and printing that picture would unreveal my identity, that would probably keep it out of the paper. Yeah, but what if that don't work, though? Yeah, what about that, Calhoun? Uh, suppose it do get in the newspaper and my wife see it, what then? Uh-huh. Well, in that case, there's only one thing to do. Get your wife the most beautiful apartment you can find. And put the most gorgeous furniture in it you can buy. Yeah, and get some of the thickest carpets. And then paint the place inside like a beautiful little dollhouse. And then over the mantelpiece, put that famous Latin slogan, In sic hoc veritas moto in facta. Yeah, what does that mean? Honey, I ain't never coming home no more. <laughs> Well, Andy, this is the office of the editor of the newspaper. Now, we got to convince him that I is a spy and that he got to keep a picture of the paper. Yeah, well, open the door. The secretary said go right in. Yes, what can I do for you? Uh, just a minute, sir, uh, while I lock your door here. What's the meaning of this? Got to be careful. Security measures. Security measures? Yes, I happen to be the most famous international spy since Matsuhari. <laughs> Just so happens that uh, me and Secret Agent 62 here is here on official business. Uh, you see, one of your photographers done snapped my picture, and the government don't want it to be printed in the newspaper. And just why is it so important that your picture doesn't appear in my paper? Well, like I say, I was a spy, and my present assignment is posing as a colonel in the Russian army. Right now, I was here on two weeks' vacation. You're in the Russian army? Yeah, but natural, I am still loyal to the old side. For instance, uh... When we have the patriotic rally at the Kremlin and uh, everybody is singing, I might be moving my lips to the Internationale, but I tapping my feet to Oklahoma. <laughs> and on top of that, he always crosses his fingers when he salutes the hammer and the popsicle, too. <laughs> well, this is the most amazing story I've ever heard. Yeah, well, you can understand, Mr. If you print that picture, it'll cause awful mess. 
Because right now, I suppose to be on the maneuvers in Siberia, you see. Oh, you are, eh? Oh, yeah. You see, tomorrow morning at breakfast when Stalin is sitting in his bathrobe having vodka and donuts, <laughs> he's liable to pick up the New York Times and turn to Molotov and say, Look here, Molly, what's Colonel Ivanovich doing running into a street car on 134th Street? <laughs> I'd have a tough time talking my way out of that. Yeah, especially when he don't speak Russian. Yeah. <laughs> now, you just can't print that picture now, Mother. If you put that in, that they'll purge me. And right now, we need every spy we can get. Yeah, that's right. We do. While us fellas on the Russian details working 24 hours a day, stealing back the secrets the Russians done stole from us. Oh, yeah, them secrets is bouncing back and forth like ping pong balls. Yeah. Listen, all I've got to say is this is the most ridiculous, fantastic story I've ever heard in my life. And it's obviously a gross fabrication. Does that mean you don't believe us? It certainly does. Now get out of here. All right. But if you print my pitch in your paper... Don't blame me if you wake up some morning with a balalaika right through your heart. That's <laughs> Get out of here! Uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. We well, what are you going to do now, Casey? Listen, Andy, there's only one thing I can do. Get Sapphire and get a mama out of town for the weekend so there's no chance of them seeing that paper. I ain't got no alternative. I've got to do it. Boys, it looked like I was finally in the clear. Oh, yeah, the picture was in the paper two days ago. But with you taking Sapphire and her mom out of town, they done missed the thing. Yeah, well, fellas, uh, it certainly is good news to hear that the king faces out of trouble. Yeah. Uh, well, with the three of you going to Atlantic City for the weekend, that must have cost you a lot of money, huh, Kingfish? Yes, it was, Amos. It, it, it cost a lot of money. It wasn't cheap, all right. Yeah, but it was worth it. Them not seeing the photographs in the newspaper. Yeah, well, excuse me, boys. I'm going to make a phone call here. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day, and I want to send Sapphire some roses. I think I'll call up Helen Wilson's flower shop. Might as well give her the business. Nah. Hey, wait a minute, Kingfish. That ain't a good idea. If Sapphire see a box from Helen Wilson's flower shop, he will to get suspicious and find out the whole thing. Yeah, Amos is right, Kingfish. Yeah, I'll just send Lightning over there and tell him not to put him in the box. Just wrap him up. I tell you, boys, you got to think fast to stay ahead of women these days. Or they'll catch up with you. Oh, George, you brought me these roses. They're beautiful. Oh, nothing, Sapphire. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, just a little token of my undying love and affection. Well, thank you. I'll unwrap them. Uh, Mother, please hand me that vase. Here you are, dear. Look out, Sapphire, look out. Take this, you big bum! Sapphire! He's out like a light. What's wrong? What's wrong? Look what these roses is wrapped in. A newspaper with a picture of George with his arm around Helen Wilson. You know, Andy, there's a lot of difference uh, in uh, different types of women. You know that? Oh, yeah. There's the romantic type, the rich type, the dumb type, the skinny type. I loves them all. Yeah, and all them different kinds of women love Rinso more than any other wife they soap. Well, that's a fact. In all the world, more women use Rinso. Rinso is solium. Gets your wash whiter, brighter than new. Rinso new. No other soap can get your wash so white or colors so bright. For no other soap but Rinso contains solium to put sunshine in your wash. Rinso's great for dishes, too. Makes the hardest part of dishwashing easier. And Rinso is kind to your hands. 
Tomorrow, get the economical giant size rinse with the red solium label. Good night, folks. See you next Sunday. When you get your new copy of Look Magazine is coming Tuesday, read the splendid feature on Amos and Andy, illustrated with unusual pictures. Don't forget, that's the new Look Magazine on the newsstand this Tuesday. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.